Hi, I'm the DM, Seth, part of your average family. I got a dad, a mom, and a sister called Connor. Uh, that's Adam. We found him. And Jacob? Well, he found us. About our podcast, it moves because we travel all over the world. You see, my dad holds his nature show and my mom shoots it. Okay, so we're not that average. But between you and me, something amazing happened. And now I can talk to animals. It's pretty cool, huh? And totally secret. And you know what? Life will never be the same. Connor, are you here? <laughs> what was that? That was my version of the intro to the Wild Thornberry TV show. <laughs> oh my god. That was the that, opening monologue. That is a deep cut. That is a deep <laughs> cut. It sounds like an awful lot like my origin story. Honestly, it's almost word for word. <laughs> that or Bradley's. <laughs> I, oh. I think Zippy has a dad, a mom, and a sister. And a sister, and a brother, and another sister, and another brother, and another sister. <laughs> so many rabbits. Uh, Connor, are you here? You never answered. I am. Uh, Jacob, are you here? Hail, friend. <laughs> and where is that little boy, Adam? Hi, I'm I'm so excited to be with you guys today. I'm just looking forward to getting started. Shut up. <laughs> Who invited the pansy? Get out of my This head. turned into a manly podcast. <laughs> that was a pretty good, like... Testosterone. <laughs> that was a good, like, nice Bradley impression. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. I, I really appreciate the support. I'm auditioning for voice acting soon. Let me get my wetsuit. Um, that won't make sense to people. <laughs> probably. Uh, Go back and listen okay. to like, episode seven for that one. I think it was seven, actually. Um, okay. Uh, brief recap of last episode. If you didn't listen, uh, the boys were split up. Uh, specifically, uh, Darian and Normandy just came out of Yogi's office after getting paid for look for going to look for Comb. Uh, and when they were discussing, you know, if this is a good idea, if they're in over their heads, then the Red Bandit showed up. He's called the Red Bandit because Normandy named him that. Uh, this <laughs> yeah, weird boy. guy with a red bandana over his eyes. He just kind of talked about fate and walked away. Um, then they left, left Zippy in the castle because they were like, we got to go pick up a sword. Uh, on the other side, Zippy was in the deep, dark, secret tunnels of the castle. And uh, he turned into a rat. Uh, he found a bunch of crates and a bunch of bad guys who are from Limbo, the gang that they're looking for right now that stole comb. They were. He turned into a rat. He ate a box. He made too much noise. He found grapes inside the boxes. And then uh, a lot of bad stuff happened, and he got kidnapped and bonked on the head. That was a rough break, man. That was, like, impossible for you to escape. They'll feel my power soon. <laughs> uh, after that, um, Normandy and Darian went to go to the meeting with Tori. They updated him, uh, and they got another timeline, and they were going to meet in two days. Um, they didn't find out much about Limbo in their search, but they got the new sword upgrade for, um, well, the gem upgrade for Darian. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh, and then Black Dragon Yogurt showed up with Barrel. Who was a part of Limbo? They found out, and then as they rode away on their horses, uh, they saw eight other horsemen zooming in on them that were chasing them. Oh my them. gosh! And then eight in the other them? way, eight of them. Yeah, You're gonna have to fight them. And then Zippy, on the other hand, he woke up in a deep, dark cavern that was like kind of off the cove. There's water rushing in, um, and he was tied up to a chair right across from Comb, the person they were looking for. And then a big Goliath showed up, and he was all nasty-like. So that was, like, everything. A lot happened. Um, 
and a lot more is gonna happen right now. Roll initiative, Darian and Normandy. Oh gosh. Oh man, Darian, you're with me, man. Zip, to you the end. sit there and look pretty in your captive chair. Oh my gosh, no, no, six. Uh, that's a twenty after modifiers. Oh, Connor, take us home, man. <laughs> so this is like the version of D and D where we can just make up whatever number we want, right? <laughs> no. Perfect. Natural 20 times 5. Don't worry, one person rolled lower than you. Oh, good. Get the jump on them. Uh, Okay. So, as I said, um, you guys were rushing back to the mansion with Barrel in tow because Blackjack and Yogurt were saying that people were following them because they kidnapped Barrel, basically. Um, You can determine that these people on the horses next to you are from Limbo, the gang that you're after, after and they're after you now. Hmm. So you're in just this wide open field, uh, rushing back to the cabin, or sorry, not cabin, the mansion. And there's four horsemen on your left and four on your right, all wearing black cloaks. Uh, Barrel, Blackjack, and Yogurt are all on Cloppy Face, or sorry, Long Face Cloppy Hooves. Um, and Darian, you're on your horse, Tea Leaf, and Normandy, you're on your horse, uh, Denmark. Uh, Are we all abreast? Hmm? Are we all abreast? Like, or or is one behind the other, or are we all in a line, like, left and right, or? I would say, uh, basically, Blackjack and Yogurt and Barrel are in the front, and you guys are kind of in a V formation just right behind them. So you and, uh, Normandy and Darian are kind of side by side on their horses. The other, uh four or eight horses on either side four horses on either side are um are parallel with you so kind of in a line well flip um so this is gonna be mounted combat oh boy Uh, so basically uh you can either control your mount manually or you can allow it to act independently so it'll basically just kind of like do what it thinks is best uh if you're into that um i'm gonna just go ahead just for ease sake i'm gonna say the horse will do its action after yours if you choose to act it with it independently. All right. Um, so other than that, not much happens. Uh, if, you know, if things happen to your horse, you might have to roll something to not fall off um, or land correctly. So those might be factors. Either way, let's go. Connor slash Darian, you're up first. All right. What do you want to do? Um, oh, man. What what's the how far behind us are they? Because last I recall, they they're not behind you. They're they're to your left. They're about twenty feet to your left. Oh, is like two of them. The other two are just past them. Another like five feet. Perfect. Um, I'm going to draw my longbow. Um, I'm just gonna have the horse basically keep following Blackjack and Yogurt. Like set set them on autopilot. Um, you got it. And then I'm going to draw my longbow and I'm going to cast. Hail of Thorns on myself. Uh, nice. And then I'm going to shoot an arrow at uh, the one of the, the guy leading the charge um, in an attempt to try and have him or his horse uh, get in the way of, of the other ones if I can hopefully hit them. Okay, yep, let's do it. Uh, before we do, do you want to describe Hail of Thorns for the listeners, Connor? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Hail of Thorns, I can cast it as a bonus action on myself. Uh, where uh, the next time I hit with a ranged attack, uh, the individual that I hit uh, gets to make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, they take an additional 1d10 damage, uh, and then they half that on a uh, succeeded save. Um, So first I just make a standard attack roll, though. Yeah. 
So go ahead and do that. Oh, not great. Not a good start. Um, that's going to be twelve. Uh, well, yeah, you, you did it. Oh, <laughs> you got yeah. <laughs> These guys aren't that great. All right, good to know. Good to know. Uh, in that case, that is going to be eleven damage. Nice. Oh, sorry, twelve damage. Even better. Yeah, okay. Um, so you draw your bow back, and the thorns start curling around the shaft of the arrow, um, and you let it fly, and it shoots through the air, and it sinks into his chest. Um, and at first, it, like he just kind of knocks back a bit, but then the thorns start to grow from the wound in his chest, uh, and you can see pain in his face as the thorns like start crawling up him, and he falls off the horse, dead. Oh, baby. Snap, dude. One. Um, you see one of the horsemen um, from the right side kind of halt his horse to go check on the dead guy. So he, like, kind of falls away from the pack from the right side. So now there's only three on the left and three on the right. Whoa, two and one, buddy. Nice. Um, so that's basically the movement that the next character did. They were moving from the right to the back. Uh, and they're kind of out of sight now. Uh, after them is another bad boy. Um, they, it's the one closest to you, Normandy, on your right. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, they just have a regular sword, and they're coming in to just slash you. Right in the Norman. <laughs> <laughs> the Norman What's D. your AC? What's your AC? 14. They missed the Norman. Uh, <gasps> they go to swing, but you kind of... Uh, like matrix style dodge and lie back on your horse and the blade just goes zooming over your face uh, and it misses you. Sick. And you just spring back up on your horse. Uh, next is another <laughs> another one. Uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, it, this is going to be the farthest one on the left side. They're going to be just moving up closer to try to get to Blackjack, Yogurt, and Barrel. So they're in front of you by like 10 feet now, uh, Darian. The other one is the last one on the left side. Uh, Seeing uh, their comrade. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, uh, there's two more on the left side. Uh, One of them uh, is coming to get you Darien, and they have kind of like a javelin. Oh, boy. What's your AC? That'd be a 15. (laughs) All right. They um, go to just lunge it and plunge it into basically your stomach. Uh, and you kind of see this and suck in a lot. And it just goes right past. These guys are, <laughs> are bad. Um, and it just misses completely. Uh, and you can just hear the guy be like, damn it. Um, after that is the last guy on the left. Um, he just has a bow as well. And he's drawing it back. I don't need to ask your AC on this one. <laughs> um, actually, sorry. The, on the first one, it was 14. Uh, I realized that was that had been calculated wrong, if that changes anything. It doesn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, he draws his bow back, uh, and he shoots it. And guess where it hits? Your horse. No! no! 
right in the tea leaf. No, tea leaf! Uh, <laughs> your horses uh, do have uh, stats. I'll treat them as if you knew them. Uh, the horses, each of yours, have an armor class of 10 and only 13 hit points, just so you know. Wow, rough. Uh, oh, no. So this is going to be tea leaf. Oh, that's going to be eight damage. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. That's not good. Oh, no. Um, and Connor, uh, I'm going to actually make you make a dexterity save. Um, okay. Not an animal handling check? Actually, you know what? I'm fine with dexterity <laughs> save. That's fine. I have proficiency in that. Uh, awesome. That's actually going to be 21. Uh, yeah, you, the, the horse, tea leaf, if Zippy or Bradley was here, they would know that tea leaf just went like, oh, my arm, oh, my horse arm. (laughs) Uh, Horses call their legs arms. Um, yeah, it hits him right in like the, the upper left kind of like shoulder near his neck. Mm. Uh, and he just squeals in pain and he kind of like bucks a little. That's why you had to hold on for dear life. Uh, but you're still going at a good pace, but tea leaf isn't looking the best. Oh no! Uh, and we've got to be Norman now. Okay, so I got one guy right up against me, all up in my business, and there's someone who's about to attack Blackjack and Yogurt, and Darian yep. is like, there's two guys hot on his tail. Yes, and there's two on yours to your right. Oh my gosh! Are Blackjack and Yogurt armed? Uh. Yes, they do have daggers. They're thieves. Daggers? There's a third one on your right side, too, but he's not very close. Oh, my gosh. They're so They're mean. kind of, like, surrounding you, yeah. Okay, well, first as my bonus action, I'm going to say, maybe he's more than a man. Maybe he comes from a foreign land. What is he doing out here? Maybe it's part of his master plan. I'm going to say, Darian, be inspired. <laughs> and I'm going to inspire him, hopefully. You do that. Um, and then... So you get the, the D6, Connor. Woo. Okay, I'm almost out of Bardic Inspirations. Because um, I didn't rest since last time, right? No, uh, I didn't. Yes. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and then I'm going to look to my right. How far are the guys, the, the three guys from me? One's up close. One's up close. One's five feet past him to the right, and the other one's about 10 feet past him. So 15 feet from you. Perfect. I'm going to say tried and true thunder wave. Boom. <laughs> uh, this is going to hit uh, Darian. Damn it. Wait, what's the, what's the range on it? It's, it's uh, 15 feet. Oh, um, okay. yeah. 15 um, foot cube. But it's just going to miss uh, <sighs> Blackjack, Yogurt, and Barrel. Uh, it won't hit that guy, but it will hit uh, Darian uh, and the two guys near you. Because Darian's about 10 feet away from you. Oh, shoot. It's a cube. It's not a a cone. Oh, shoot. Okay, yeah, let's do it. I'm sorry, Connor. I'm really sorry. It's got to be deck saves, right? Yeah, it's, um, I can read it if you want. Uh, it's deck save. Uh, what's your, your DC for that, though? 14. 14? Got it. All right. Yo, we good, though, over here. That's a 22 deck save. Boom! I still I think it's still half damage, though, and tea leaf is not looking good. (laughs) Um, this is going to be crazy. Uh, you have to roll 2d8 thunder damage, right? Yeah. Um, okay. 
That's going to be nine. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, wait. Sorry. Sorry. Eight. Sorry. Oh, um, I'm still alive. Tea Leaf is alive. <laughs> eight damage. Okay. He's got one hit um, point left. No! <laughs> okay. Uh, so Tea Leaf is still standing. With one HP. Oh, my god. One HP. He's good. <laughs> um, and the other two... Uh, well, all of them failed. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> so they're going to take the full uh, eight damage, right? Uh, yeah, man. A big wave of thunder just, like, shoots out from me. And they get pushed ten feet away. And getting pushed on a horse is not a fun thing. <laughs> so the one closest to you with the sword uh, is really close to, like, the nuclear bomb that just went off. Uh, and just gets blasted uh, right in the face falls off his horse and his horse just falls on top of him just in this ball of trampling uh and they die um, wow the one past them uh gets pushed and he's gonna make a deck save uh, he fails and he falls off his horse oh, yes. uh and his horse kind of like runs off scared from the boom um the third one still stays on his horse um, cause you, it was, yeah. Um, I look at Darian and I say, Hey Darian, that's two for me. But he is looking really bad. Like he's coughing up blood and his horse is also coughing up blood. They both look bad. Uh, but they were not as rocked by the wave as the other two. Okay. So now there's only one on the right side. Um, there's two on Darian's left and one in front of Darian. Um, it's going to be that last one on the right's turn now. Oh, man. Connor, I'm so sorry, man. I, went, I didn't realize that it was going to get you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, seeing uh, what you did. One second. Oh, no. This is about to get real bad. I already know. I already know. They're either all going to attack you because they're afraid of my thunder wave, or they're all going to attack me because of the thunder wave, or they're all going to go for barrel, so anything could happen. Um, seeing what happened, uh, the, the rider rides in front of you, Normandy, um, and looks back, uh, and you just hear him say, like, this isn't gonna miss, and he rips open his bag and takes out a scroll, and the scroll just, like, starts to burn, and it evaporates, and you just see a fireball is in this bad guy's hand, and he's gonna shoot a fireball at you. What? Of course. Um. What's the deck save on that? I mean, is it a dex? Is, can I it say? It is a dex throw. Okay. Uh, and every creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a dexterity Shoot. saving throw as well. Well, tea leaves guaranteed dead with a fireball. Good lord. <laughs> and, oh gosh. Uh, what's the dex save? Uh, well, that's... Either way, it's 13. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just passed. Oh, gosh. Well, tea leaf's still dead. <laughs> Let me ro roll 19 this. It's going to be 8d6 fire damage. Oh my gosh. 8d6? Well, that's like a third level spell. Or, it's like a third level spell or something. Fireball's no pushover spell. Yeah. It's not firebolt. Oh my gosh. I gotta add this up. Anyways, guys, our Patreon is a really great place to hang out when you have a few minutes. I always recommend going on there and looking at all the tiers. My favorite one is personally, personally uh, the uh, $10 a you month. You guys liked that. Oh, okay. okay. How much health do you each have, by the way? Uh, 20. 
I'm currently sitting at 32 because I took the four damage from Normandy's spell. Okay, this is 23 damage. If, if you failed, what'd oh, you get? I, I passed. I passed. So. Oh, you passed? Yeah. What'd you get, Normandy? Okay, well, I got 19, so I save. And I also have Hellish Resistance, which is half on all fire damage. That's perfect. Okay, nice. so you get half of 23. All right, so Darian, you're going to take 11 damage. Uh, and uh, Normandy, you're going to take five. Sick. Um, oh, can I do Hellish Rebuke? As a reaction? Sure. Okay. And I'm feeling kind of musical. I'm going to say, Come listen to the tale I know. Fire burns and wind doth blow. From a place no man can see. Normandy. Very long rebuke. But then I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke on this guy. And that's a tiefling like, race thing. So please describe that for the listeners. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. A creature you can see that damaged you must make a dexterity save. It takes 2d10 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a success. Um, so basically flames just manifest and surround it. Mm-hmm. Um, perfect. So they got a save on what, sorry? 14. Dexterity. 14? Okay. I mean, what, whatever his lowest stat They did is, not save. Yeah! Uh, roll damage. Okay, 2d10. I never roll these. Seven. All right. So let me paint the scene of everything that's just transpired. (laughs) Um, They got in front of you. They pulled out a scroll and cast Fireball on you, Normandy. Luckily, Barrel, Blackjack, and Yogurt are far enough away so they don't get in the sphere. The horseman next to them doesn't get in the sphere either. Darian and Tea Leaf do, and the horse uh, rider next to Darian also gets hit in the flame. Um, So, uh, basically an explosion happens, but Denmark and Normandy just burst through the flames, and you can just see it. They kind of, like, don't even touch you. You're like an aura, just the aura around you is repelling it. Uh, And through the flames, you just sing and reach out, and they just also get inflamed uh, and they're screaming uh, but the, they pat themselves out and the, they're still standing um, the horse rider next to Darien got hit in the explosion and they're gone <laughs> you don't see them anymore <laughs> they're not here anymore um, they have evaporated or been burned to ash um, and Darien you're doing okay you fight your way through the flames Wait. but you notice Sorry, Your horse, oh, no. No. tea leaf, <laughs> slams its face into the ground. You said I had one hit point left. Yeah. And you said you had. Um, I, sorry, I was at one hit I was point at left. 32. And it was eleven damage. Okay. And so I'm at twenty. So they didn't get completely killed. Uh, tea leaf is unconscious. They bit the dust. You go rolling off. Uh, and and land on your feet after doing a somersault off your horse. Uh, oh, nice. Darian, but, uh, tea leaf is unconscious and its tongue is sticking out and it's lying in the in the dust on the ground. Um, you can see uh, uh, that the one other horse rider on the left uh, is circling back to come back to, at you, Darian. Um, so now there's only three left. Uh, the one that's going at Darian, the one that's at or trying to go for Barrel on Blackjack and Yogurt's horse. Um, or should I say Zippy's voice? Um, and then the one in front of Normandy. Now, 
it's back to Darian's turn. Mm -hmm. You have a horse charging at you. The rest are kind of like 40 feet away now. Okay. Um, Because there's not a lot of time, and uh, I think it's really important that we stick together, I quickly slap Tea Leaf with the Cure Wounds um, Mm. to pick him back up. So that's going to be uh, uh, 1d8 plus Wisdom. Okay. Um, And so that's going to be... Oh, really bad. That's only 4 HP, but that's enough to get it to stand up. Um, yeah. And I'm going to get him to stand up and get back on him and immediately um, just bolt after the guys. Tea Leaf was dead, <laughs> and now he's alive. <laughs> and if Zippy was here, he would hear that Tea, fle- tea Leaf said, like, I've seen hell! Um, I've seen the deep! <laughs> um, and he gets back up, and you're moving. Um, you're kind of now on track for uh, a head-on collision with the... Uh, do you want to go around the, the guy that's chasing after you right now? Or do you want to go, like, javelin-style right through him? Um, I'm... <sighs> do it, man. You're you're Darian, man. You got to. Yeah, but I don't have any attacks left. I just used my action for the cure wounds. Oh. Um, Alright. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's not the best idea. Um, knowing tea leaf still isn't hundred percent, I'm going to, I'm going to try and give him, give him a wide berth and help in hopes to avoid the direct charge. All right. So you kind of circle around with your movement and they're not in range yet. Uh, so they're going to be chasing you and it is their turn next. I believe there's so many to keep track of. <laughs> All right. Uh, so they're coming after you, uh, and they took out their bow and tried to shoot you again. Um, tea Leaf is kind of clopping a little. It's like limping a bit, and, and it's not as fast as it was. It's getting the job done, but it's kind of sporadic. So as you're like bouncing around on the top of this horse, they try to aim the arrow, but you're shaking so much that they're like, I'm just going to shoot, and they do, and it zooms by uh, and misses yes. you. But they're try- they're catching up on you now. They're, they're trying to chase you down. Their horse is faster than tea leaf in its current condition all right next is the guy who is going after barrel and blackjack and yogurt they aren't going to attack blackjack or yogurt they're just going to try and grab barrel and throw them on their horse uh and they do um they run up and you hear Blackjack and Yogurt be like, "Hey, hey, don't touch him! Yogurt, Yogurt, kick him in the eyes! Yeah, they'll kick him, get away!" And they miss, uh, and the the hooded rider just grabs Barrel, throws him on his uh, horse, and they start kind of like pandering off to the left or veering off that way. Um, but you could still catch up to them if you'd want. Okay, it is going to be Normandy's turn. What me already? Yeah, a lot of them died. I say, Darian, are you good? Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, and I'm just going to go forward, and with my rapier, I'm going to flip and stab this guy. All right. Oh, man. Rolled a hit. No! <laughs> Natural one. Flip! Uh, okay, roll damage. Uh, you roll damage. 
Uh, no, I'm gonna have you roll damage as if you hit him. Oh no, no, <laughs> I don't want to. Okay, um, of course now. Uh, seven plus two, nine. You go to lunge at the guy in front of you, but you forget there's a horse head in front of you, and you go to lunge and you like stab and slice through half of. Um, well, you're just cutting across their face, but you stab somewhat through the head, uh, your horse Denmark, and they're like wailing. What? I stab my own horse. <laughs> Dexterity save, by the way. Oh no. I'm a flippin' horse killer! Ugh. They're still alive. You only did nine. I guess. Not after this. Um, Eleven. Uh, you're still on. Oh uh, my they try to buck you off, though. Uh, Denmark! I'm so sorry, man! I don't know what the frig I was thinking! They go, <laughs> and Zippy translation, <laughs> oh, Um... And, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? If I... Do I have movement? Yep. On yours. I don't have... I don't have anything. I can't... I can't do anything. Chase the guy! Chase him! He's gonna attack... Well, I guess he'll attack me anyway. Yeah, I'm going to... No, but then this way he'll attack me twice. I can't Bardic Inspire myself, can I? No. Okay. I'm going to hightail it after Barrel. Um, you got it. They're going to get an attack of opportunity. So they yeah. take out their, their sword that they had uh, from their back. And they go to swing. Oh, man. They raise their sword up. Oh, man. And it comes flying down at you. And it hits the dirt. They miss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Seth, man, you can't do that. To me. Oh, <laughs> thought they hit, did you? Um, oh my and you go God. chasing after the other guy. You're about 15 feet behind him now. Um, okay. Darian. Uh, we're, oh wait, no, sorry. Now it's that guy's turn. Um, seeing that you're running away, he's gonna chase after you and try and uh, slash you again. So he's riding up next to you. Oh, of course. Okay. And he hits. Ugh. Uh, and he's gonna roll damage. Uh, three damage. Ow! They just nick you in the butt. They just poke you a little bit. And they're like, get on, get. Hello. But they they try to reach their sword at you, but it only slices you slightly. That's um, three. You said three damage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, now we're back to Darian. You got one behind you. There's. The one next to Normandy, which is about 30 feet away from you now, and uh, the one in front of him. Okay. What would you like I'm, to do? I'm going to use my movement to like kind of like kick up that horse and uh, up tea leaf and, and try and get a little bit closer. Um, and I don't want to risk losing Barrel because he's the only lead we've got. Yep. Um, so I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns again and shoot another uh, arrow. At uh, at the guy who's on the horse stealing barrel. Okay, make that shot. Man, you got uh, it, man. Oh yeah, that's going to be uh, a thirteen plus five. So that's an eighteen. You got him. Uh, roll damage. And that's going to be ten damage. Oh, 
Connor. Seven plus three, baby. You aim your bow, and you have to make this shot in between Normandy and the rider next to them, and you're just trying to line up the shot. Oh, wait. I, sorry, I forgot my extra D10 on that, too. So uh, it's actually going to be 14 total. <laughs> that changes this slightly. Uh, you, you, were, you were charging up your shot, and you aim it between the two of them. You let it fly, and it goes whizzing past Norman's ear. Huh. And it sinks into the back of the guy's head, and you just see thorns splurt out from it. Um, the the guy it just has been impaled from the back to the front of his head, and he just falls off the horse, and Barrel falls off as well. Um, and the horse that they were on rides off into the distance. Now, uh, the, uh, the rider that's chasing you, Darian, is up. Ooh. Uh, okay, well, they're going to draw their bow, they're going to aim, and they're going to miss, because they are... <laughs> they have nubs for hands, I suppose. <laughs> All thumbs. The, the rider looks down at his arms, and he notices only nubs. And he's like, <laughs> how was I fighting at all? How was I led into limbo? <laughs> and he cries a little, and the arrow just sinks into the ground near you. Uh, Normandy, it's your turn. You got the rider next to you, and there's a rider chasing Darian. And Barrel fell on the floor, but he's gone. And uh, Blackjack and Yogurt are actually turning around to go pick him up. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, that makes it easy then. Okay, I'm going to... Man, that did not go well for me last time. But... Man, you know what? Screw this guy. I'm doing Thunder Wave again. All right. It's only going to hit yeah. him. Uh, it's going to hit him? Actually. Yeah, it will hit him. Um, there you go. So do it. Oh yeah, two D eight. Sorry. Actually, since you were chasing Barrel, it'll hit, it'll hit Barrel as well. So go for it. No, he's fifteen feet ahead. Of, oh. <laughs> oh, range. Yeah. Man, yeah. I really got to figure this out, man. Oh, we haven't rolled the die yet. Oh, too late. <laughs> um, this one is thirteen damage. I gotta roll saves. I forgot. Um. And your DC's fourteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. The rider next to you did not save, and they just get blasted up in the air, and like Team Rocket style, they're blasting off again, and they're just a star in the sky now. <laughs> now um, the rider no, next indeed. to you has died. Uh, Barrel saved though, uh, and he <laughs> doesn't get pushed. Uh, you just hear him like cough up blood, and some of the gag on his mouth is like red now. Serves him um, right, the tool. Uh, now. Well, it skips his turn uh, now, and it's back to Darian. You just got the one horse left, the horse rider. Okay, um, he's, uh, like, so I can see that because Barrel's fallen off, we're all, like, kind of, like, slowing down. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to put my bow away, draw my sword, um, look at the dial, and go, let's test this out. I'm going to twist to my new Tinder Soul gem, and I'm going to activate it. And we, we're going to take a break there. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. We're going to do it. Why would you uh, do you, that? <laughs> you put oh. it in, and the dial spins. And this is the first time you're ever using this Tinder Soul gem. Not even Connor knows what it's going to do. I don't. It, oh, boy. It fully heals him. So you use this Tinder Soul that you got from a dead tree end. Um, and you see in the nooks and crannies of the blade some little buds are starting to form from like flowers and you see some wood starting to to fill in the cracks of your blade um and you, it's like roots are moving throughout your sword um and you start hearing 
little bits and pieces and nuts and bolts kind of like clanging and the sword is starting to split apart it's like it's opening up uh, it's like it's blooming uh, and the sword and the blade are kind of spreading out and it's like the roots of a tree just reaching out from uh, the sword and the ends and the tips of the roots are like pieces of your blade to make them even sharper um, so your sword's kind of like disassembling and forming sharp edges on the ends of these roots where do you point this? Uh, at the rider behind me okay you point it at it uh, and the roots start shooting out like like they're just growing insanely fast uh, and they're like just kind of slamming into each other and they go under the ground like drills uh, and then they pop up underneath the horse and the rider and they just kind of stab into it and then start slowly cracking and crushing it and dragging it into the earth um you don't have to roll damage on that one because that move killed them 100 <laughs> percent um, uh, so they get crushed and you like you can see that they're like entangled and they're like getting uh, confined and you can hear them like slowly just screaming and then it stops as their neck snaps and they just get dragged down into the earth slowly and then a mound of dirt just closes over the hole it made in the ground and the horse and rider are now underground and gone as soon as it's done, your sword is super hot. Uh, it's overheating like nuts. Oh my god! And the roots uh, are kind of like flailing about wildly. What do you do? Uh, if it's like super, super hot, if my uh, steam gem has been any indication of what that means, I'm going to release the release the gem. You release the gem. The roots come shooting back to the blade, and the pieces of the sword put themselves back together, and the roots slowly just go back into the the gem that they were originating from and your sword is back to its normal state but it's still very hot oh my gosh gosh and you guys survived a horsey encounter wow i got a nuke guys i got a nuke (laughs) blackjack and yogurt pick up barrel from the ground slam him on the back of the horse and they're like we don't know how many more of them are coming we gotta get to the mansion quick yeah let's go all right and they start riding off Denmark, I'm so sorry. Yeah, lead the way. And we're going to cut to Zippy. Zippy, you're here. Um, where we last, lo- uh, last left Zippy, uh, he was with Comb, tied to a chair, hands and feet, uh, and this giant Goliath with a huge beard and a bald head and just scars all over his body wherever visible walks in. And he's like, well... We're going to have some fun together. So, greeter boy, what were you doing in that castle? I was saying how easy it was to kind of sneak in. Boy, was it ever easy. You, no wonder you guys snuck in there, too. <laughs> hey, this one's got some humor to it. I like that. How about you and I have a quick chat? Do you mind, Combs? Do you mind if I just take your friend for a little while? And Combs just like, don't you dare touch him. If you're going to take someone, take me. Interview me. I'd leave him out of this, please. Don't you already have what you want? Nope, nope, nope. There's always more to get. You should know that, Combs. 
You should know that better than anybody. All right. And he grabs the back of your chair, Zippy, and he starts dragging you uh, across the rocks in this cavern. Uh, and you're just kind of like bumping. Uh, and he's like, let's go have a quick chat. And he starts dragging you down a tunnel with the oh. Loxodon uh, that kidnapped you in tow. Okay, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be quick. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know where I am, really, so we can take as long as you want. As he's dragging you, uh, you see other members of Limbo just staring at you and kind of laughing. Um, in the hallways, they're just kind of walking by, moving crates like you saw from the castle. <laughs> um, What's so funny? <laughs> and uh, one of the Limbo uh, members is like, it's funny because you're going to die, boy. You're going to die so good. I don't understand why I deserve that. Well, I'd say trespassing. <laughs> Was that castle yours? I had no idea. You should really, anyway. you should really do some some housekeeping in there. There's uh, there's some very dark hallways. You could uh, you could afford some more lights in there. You know what? I always thought that. I always thought there should be more lights in there. Hey, Clyde, get that light going next time, all right? And nobody replies. And he just starts laughing and drags you further down the tunnel. He drags you into this wide open cave, uh, part wide open part of the cave. It's like a circular room. There's no more water here, and there's no more rushing water like you saw with where you were with Comb. Uh, but there are torches all along the, uh, the walls, and it seems like a crowd has formed. And there's a table in the middle uh, that's being lit up as well. And there's one chair on one side. He drags you, and everybody's kind of like cheering at this point. They're like, "Woo! oh, the entertainment has arrived. And drags you up to the table, spins your chair around, and plants you at the other end opposite the other chair. And the guy sits down in the other chair, the Goliath. And he's like, Well, uh, let's get this interview started. Uh, first off, I should say, my name is Carmine. Uh, you probably already knew that, didn't you, Greta boy? <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, to be frank, I just joined the Greeters not even really, uh, like, two days ago. I'm not even sure at this point. What? <laughs> and how do you have that cloak then? You gotta go through the train. I stole I'm, it off a, greet, hey, a greeter's body. If you want to know. Hey, Bojangles! How, how you how, when you were trying to be a greeter? How'd you get the cloak? And the guy's like, "Well, I had to do so many chores. I had to do. It was like three months, not two days. That's for sure." You hear Bojangles? How'd you get that cloak? Oh, oh, are you asking me? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking Bojangles again. You must be an exceptional greeter, then. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I, actually, I stole this off a, off a greeter's dead body, and um, the other greeters certainly didn't like that. I'm just being honest. <laughs> you hear that, boys? This ain't got a greeter's body. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, like you could kill a greeter, little boy. Oh, oh I man, didn't... you're a rabbit. You're you're their meal. I've met greeters. They are hot as steel, man. No, no, no. I didn't kill him. Uh, he was immediately killed by some band of monkeys. It was terrible. But I mean, what? <laughs> Where what was the... this that you were seeing monkeys? Um, in Orem? <laughs> it was just outside. There ain't no monkeys for mile, boy. It was just outside Orem. It was in the forest. I'm, I can't quite remember what forest it was called. <laughs> hey, Bojangles. <laughs> 
Bojangles where there are some monkeys in the Golden Road Forest. They were That's talking. Name, by the way, you should learn that. One sends me postcards every month, but it hasn't even been a month yet, so I can't be sure <laughs> if that's going to happen. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Um, <laughs> expect one in the mail. Uh, yeah, if you let me live for like three more weeks, uh, I, I, I can assume that the postcard will reach me post haste. Post compost taste, man. You good with words, bunny. Uh, I oh, I like thank that. you. I wouldn't say that, but thank you. You know, if this was another situation, I'd probably <laughs> want you to join our limbo gang. But considering you're a greeter and you already know too much, I never said I was a greeter. Why do you believe that? Just because I'm wearing this cloak, <laughs> I stole it. <laughs> Persuade check or persuasion check. Yep. That was an 18. I have a plus four oh. persuasion, so it's pretty good. He's like, you know, you know how you can tell if I, I can tell if you're lying or not? What's your name? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. My name is <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Sippy Westboro. I'm from I'm from the Bramble Patch. Uh I I used to be uh, a kid. Okay, I heard enough! <laughs> I could go on forever. Sometimes people never let me stop. Bojangles, check the jacket. He goes around to your cloak, uh, and he looks in the back, and there's a little tag like you see on normal clothing. <laughs> and the tag says, uh, Hotbox. Because <laughs> it's from the Hotbox gnome you took it from. He's like, this is, this is Hotbox. Uh, Carmine, it says Hotbox. Shoot, man, he ain't a greeter. He ain't it all from that body. Damn, man, that's hardcore. It's certainly Jeez. certainly hardcore. I would say so myself. I I, yeah. I even shredded his body soon soon after to see if there was anything else to take. I I found this, and it's the the he had the pipe, the broken pipe, because he was crushed. And I just kind of oh, spread yeah. it over the table. <laughs> you see, oh. yeah, this I I can't use this for anything, but um, it's certainly kind of cool looking, wouldn't you say? Oh, jeez. Some kind of bong. <laughs> Damn. Uh, hey, I ain't never seen any of this. Bojangles, take it away. Um. Well, if you're not a greeter, what are you? Besides I'm... a bramble patch, Zippy Westboro, I got the gist. Hmm. That's a loaded question. Um. I'm. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of just someone making his way in the world. I mean, to be honest, though, I I had I run with a sort of like a gang, not like this though. It's pretty pretty small gang. Uh, they, we're called um we're called the we're called the Zippers after my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of the leader, you see. Um, one of them uh, is my my first mate. You would say he's very cool. He's like a elf person. Uh, he changes colors all the time. And then we have a pet. His name's Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> That's an odd name for a pet. He ma- he's kind of like pet slash chef. He makes our soup because uh, uh, my other the first mate uh, Darian. He he's not too good at. As you're talking, one of the members of the crowd is like. All right, enough interview. Let's get to the show. Come on, come on, Carmine. I've had enough. And and Carmine looks at him. He's like, hey, hey. I'll say when it's done. I want to get to know them before I do it. Uh, sorry. Continue, uh, Zippy. 
Uh, yeah, but, I mean, if I'm being honest here, uh, I mean, I'll let you all on a little secret. Um, we're, we're kind of adventurers, but of the grand scale. On, on, like, a grand scale. We're, we're kind of, uh, we're kind of in the business of, you know, grand treasures. Wait, so you are a greeter! What are you Oh, no, no, this is personally for personal gain. I have no interest. Oh yes, I have no interest. I mean, assuming it was something like a large amount of gold, oh, that'd be all for myself, really. Oh man, I know I met a personal greeter once. See these scars? Yeah, man, they're. I hate them more than anything. Oh, People could you just... tell me a bit about your scars? They seem like they hurt. How'd that happen? Well. Uh... Want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> uh, I just asked that. I, you don't have to. You don't have to <laughs> just repeat it. Yeah, yeah, come on. He just said, "Shut up." Well, I'll tell you. But first, I think I need to give you some of your own because the boys are getting antsy, and you just see them like start stomping their feet in unison. Um, he's like, "I'll tell you more if you are able to survive this." This a uh, whole game, but we'll see what happens. I love games. I mean, I'm off. I'm up for anything. Oh, you do love games. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, see, I, I too love games. Uh, so, uh, Bojangles undo his, undo his armbands, and the ropes tying your hands behind your back. Uh, somehow you got the pipe out though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I assume it was in your back pocket, and you could reach it. Um, are now loose. Uh, oh, and Bojangles grabs your hands and slams them on the table. Uh, and you see now that there are clamps on the table, like like basically handcuffs. And he clamps your hands in. Um, and he's like, all right. And he takes out this huge hunting knife and stabs it in the table. He's like, all right, round one. We're going to play a little knife game. Spread those fingers, boy. And Bojangles, get my blindfold. Okay, well, I mean, I don't get what the point of this is. If this is what your entertainment is, you guys need some sort of, um, like, I don't know, horse racing or something in here? I feel like that'd be more entertaining. Because for all the people around, I imagine it'd be hard to see. You hear one of the limbo people be like, Yeah, you know what? Actually, I think that would be a higher caliber of entertainment, personally. I think this is a little barbaric to say, Shit! And he grabs the knife, and he throws it, and it stabs the guy in the head, and he falls dead. He's like, nobody makes fun of my games. It's all about the hunt. That guy didn't get it. Does everybody get it now? And everybody in the room is like, yes. Are you guys willing to participate in like he just killed one of your men that could happen to any of you <laughs> uh they all stay silent i and feel like, like this is a rule by fear type of situation are you sure you want to rule like that you know what i think you're right i think that's the best way to rule don't you it's efficient they don't talk back <laughs> not like you but the whole... actually you know what i could never have you in limbo you talk too much <laughs> but the the whole the whole like city of Orum, and everyone knows about you. Uh, you guys there. It's who knows about us. Um. Well, even the most common of people. So we have kind of like a base up on the outskirts of Orum, along the city walls there. 
Um, oh, zippy. And <laughs> you know, zippy. Normandy, this is not your time to talk. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, and even just like the commoners, they they told us about you from out there. And if the commoners know, then certainly the army knows. The the castle knows. I'm surprised they don't already know with you being in the castle. I just think that that you know you're you're possibly this is as good as it comes for you guys. You're you're on your way out, unfortunately. So no matter what you do to me, I mean, I would just be more worried about what's to come in the next couple hours, really. Hear that, boys? Hear that? We know about it. Oh man. It's going to be good. After that election, everybody's going to know about it, Zippy. This is just the beginning. I'm glad people got a little taste so far. Or they know who we are. But, oh, oh, that is music to my ears. And soon your screams will be. So, uh, oh, Bojangles, in my blindfold. Oh, thank you. And he starts tying his blindfold around his back. uh, And one of the other limbo people uh, gives him uh, another large hunting knife. Is he? Oh wait! Is his eye? Are his eyes tied now? Yep. So he can't see. Uh, no. Yeah, he can't. I and my hands are loose, right? They're tied down to the table, like in handcuffs, and you're surrounded by approximately forty people. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I know, but like I was, I was thinking of like putting my finger up to my mouth and saying "shh," <laughs> I was going to put my hands behind <laughs> my back. <laughs> um yeah you can't move your arms right now like like you can't move your hands out of the 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 place all right well then i guess all i can do is talk then (laughs) um and i pretty much said all i can i don't know how to get out of this situation (laughs) the world is a messy place and uh at least we had this moment Now, Zippy, I have to say, that is beautiful. Uh, but, uh, sadly, I don't think this will be your last one. At least I could be used for some entertainment, you know? But I, I just don't see how all 40 people are going to be able to see this. This seems like something, especially with your eyes closed, like, what's what's the point for even you? All right. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm an entertainer. I'm a performer. I do it for the people. Is that right? And they all, like, just cheer. Uh, and he's like, well, I'm glad you are a half glass full person when it comes to uh, games like this. Uh, either way, uh, you might want to spread your fingers. And he takes the knife and he starts lifting it. Bunny fingers don't spread very well. They're not like human fingers. They're like, here we go. Nubs. And he stabs it in the, the table and it just misses your hand. Oh, that was close. You should try better next time. <laughs> oh, let me try again. I get a few shots. I get a few more shots. I move my hands just quickly to the right as much as my wrist can move. <laughs> it moves not much at all. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me try and aim it. My one move your head back. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Stab. It misses. <laughs> this, is a, this is an exciting game. My heart is beating. <laughs> Man, I really put it in the table. And you can see it's sunk in the table. And it cracks the wood when he takes it out. All right. Third time's a charm. Uh, Zippy, you have five fingers? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, six, but one's, one's hanging on the table by itself. In the <laughs> middle of everything. Okay. Uh, you have five fingers. Uh, please roll a D6 now. Oh, my God. 
Uh, there's no modifiers to that or anything? Nope. Tell uh, me. Five. Uh, what, it was a five. five. It was a five. Oh, no. That's not the worst one you could have rolled. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> raises it up. And let me roll. To see which hand. All right. I can't believe this. I can't believe this is happening. The knife is raised, and he's like, all right, stay still. Let me see if I can get right between. Let me think. I'll go easy. Thumb and index. Here we go. Stab. You feel pain. So much pain, Zippy. More pain than, well, I think you've ever felt so far in this campaign. Sure, in this campaign, but you don't know my history. You squeal. (laughs) (laughs) And, And the pain is just shooting through your nerves to your brain. And you look down, and your right hand's pinky is separated from your hand. And a knife is in the table, and blood is gushing out of the wound. Oh, jeez. That hurt a lot. That was, that was really mean. You got nine more to go. All right. Roll a d6. What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my god! Is this gosh. not enough for you, DM? A torture scene? <laughs> this campaign got, like, intense! And you hear the crowd is, like, losing it with excitement. They're laughing once your pinky's off. Uh, five again. The knife comes down. Shink! Right where it was before! <laughs> where the mystic pinky is. Actually, he hits the pinky again, but it's off your body, so it doesn't worry. He's like, Oh, did I get you? Did I get you? Oh, you didn't squeal. Oh, come on. One more. Roll a d6. Oh, my gosh. Five again. You know what they say about rabbits and their lucky feet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy raises it again. Shunk. Same place. Same hand. I squeal um, out in pain, uh, acting like I did get uh, nicked. Hey, there you go. Now you're catching on. He's like, oh, I got him again, didn't that, boys? And they're all like, yeah, because they can't really see. They can't tell. They just hear your squeals of pain, uh, fake pain. He's like, nice. It's Seven too to much. It's too much. Here we go. One more. Roll a d6. <sighs> There's a three. All right. <gasps> As the knife is coming down, you hear Calm yell from the outside, <laughs> and it's traveling down the tunnels. And he's just like, Carmine, stop! And he freezes before he hits the middle finger <laughs> of your left hand. And he's like, Calm, don't you like this? I thought you were having as much fun as us. And you just hear the echo down the, the tunnel, and Calm's like, You... If you do not stop now, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to throw myself in the water and drown, and then you won't get your money. And he's like, what? Who's watching him? And you hear uh, nobody, nobody, everybody's like, I thought you were watching. Who's watching him? Nobody's watching. Calm. I thought everybody's supposed, supposed to be one person on him. And you hear a sploosh because um, you guys were sitting just on the bank, and there was water behind them. And that's where we're going to take a break. Hey, 
Hey, this is your fellow player, former DM. Only a little bit bitter. That's fine. I'll uh, catch you on the next one, Seth. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love it. Seth's doing a fantastic job. But man, was that first part not super intense? Man, listening back to it after we recorded it. I mean, it was tense when we were recording it, but listening to it again is just, man, wild. It just, yeah, freaks me out. And just just wait for the second part, guys. It's just fantastic. And I hope you guys enjoy that as well. Uh, We have a few things, though, that I just want to talk to you guys about today. The first thing I just want to bring up is our good old pals, the Backwater Bastards. They are a D&D podcast that follows the shenanigans of the four adventurers, the noble Baron Debauch, the pig kid Blaznak, magical mage ha- Hex Masath, and the gnome away from home Cedric. I probably butchered their names, so guys, please forgive me. Uh, these guys have a killer chemistry, though, uh, and even killer artwork of their characters online. Uh, They're also only five episodes into their season two, so either binge season one or listen to their recap episode so you can join in their incredible story. Uh, You can find the Backwater Bastards anywhere you get your podcasts as well, so you have no reason to not check them out, guys. Uh, So we really want to encourage you to go and look at them. They are awesome. The other thing that I want to bring up to you guys right now is just a small little call to action. Uh, one way, if you are fans of Cheaper by the Dungeon, which I hope you are if you've listened this far into our series, or if you're new to the series, hi! Thanks for listening. Um, but if you're liking what you're listening to, guys, one thing that we would love, love, love for you guys to do is just to uh, like and rate us, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That it would be so helpful. It helps us get the word out there of the show and just to get the you know more followers and spread the good old name of Cheaper by the Dungeon. Uh, we also want to just give a huge thank you uh, to all of the support we've gotten so far. We just recently hit 2,000 Twitter followers. Guys, that is crazy. That is super exciting that we've been able to accomplish that. And for those of you who have followed us on Twitter, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. That means so much to us here. And, you know, this the show is a, is a labor of love and, and something that we love to create. And we're so excited to see that there's so many of you that want to support that as well. And so, because we're doing that, just keep your... Uh, Eyes on the Twitter feed around uh, the beginning of February. We have uh, some uh, pretty exciting things potentially coming your way. So that's all I'm going to say right now. Uh, But just keep an eye out on Twitter for that coming up. Last thing I just want to mention, the next episode is going to be coming out on February 5th. So uh, keep your eyes on your podcast feed for that time. And again, before that, though, we have a fun announcement. We'll also bring it up again in that episode, but keep an eye out on Twitter during that time. So again, thank you very much for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoy the second half. We are back with Nine Finger Zippy. Oh, man. Everyone in the room that you were in, in the cave, uh, dashed out as soon as they heard the sploosh uh, from Calm, probably throwing himself in his chair into the water to drown himself. Um, They all start flooding out of the room, Carmine leading the pack, um, and and they run down the hall. Uh, You can hear them, but nobody's in the room, except for one limbo member. And they come over to you. Your words are getting to me a little. You know, it's a girl, and she takes off her hood, and you see it it is a girl with just brown hair, and uh, she has like an eye patch over her right eye. 
And she's like, you, your words were getting to me. You know, maybe this isn't a good job, right? Uh, probably not. Uh, I'm sorry about your finger. That's okay. <coughs> I'll get through this. I always do. <laughs> An optimist. I like that. Uh, I, 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 w I wish I could be strong like you. Uh, but he's probably going to play another game with you soon. Um, you know what? Persuade check. This is with your eyes. <laughs> like Puss in Boots crying. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, Persuade. This is a 13. And you look at her with puppy dog eyes because there's tears in them. You're like, I'm strong. I'm strong. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> and her heart breaks a little for you. And she's like, you know what? Don't go. And she takes off the latches that is latching you to the table. Um, you can see that the knife is still in the table. Uh, I pick up the knife and put it in my pocket. You... <laughs> no, no. It's not sunk in the table. Carmine kind of just placed it down after he was interrupted. You take the knife? <clears throat> well, no, okay, not immediately, but I will take the knife soon. All right. You got one of Carmine's knives. Uh, I'll, I'll give you the stats for that later. <laughs> um, and there's your pinky. Do you want to take your pinky or no? You done with it? This is just useless trash to me. And I put it and throw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's heavy metal. <laughs> uh, and she puts her hood back on, and she's like, "Run that way." Um, and there's a tunnel that leads down uh, the way. There's there's like two three tunnels that. Uh, go off this center room here one that led to comb where you came from and two that kind of diverge off uh she just points down the left one you know i'm really glad you're doing this because really you personally have no future even saving me or not because i don't know it just seems like <laughs> like you getting out of this they'll find you they'll kill you um but i mean at least you can make someone's day from this moment so you have that at least <laughs> yeah i guess when I die, hopefully I won't go to the deep after doing this one good thing. Um, uh, oh, run! And you hear uh, them, like, taking Comb out of the water. You hear Comb coughing, and you just hear Carmine's loud voice just booming. He's like, all right, we got him! Put him, put him, put him over on the, against the wall, far away from the water. That was a stupid idea, Bojangles. You need um, you need to hide too. They're gonna they're gonna realize that I'm gone, and then they'll realize you were here left alone. You're right. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. To try and catch up because I'm not gonna wait for you. I'm running as fast as I can. I use my bunny speed and run away. Okay. She cannot keep up with you. Uh, <laughs> I I down slow down a little bit. Okay. She's a little bit behind, but she's still following. Um, and you just hear her be like, left! I, I run left! It's getting dark, but your night vision, you see a tunnel coming up with, like, another diverging path. You go left. And then you're going, and you see some torches lit at the end of this tunnel. And she's like, go right, go right! Okay, I'm trusting you. I, I mean, I have no other choice, I guess. I'll go right. All right, you go down some more pathway oh, i hate uh, pathways last episode she's like <laughs> she's like oh uh, i uh, 
Which way was it? Damn it! Uh, Damn you it, woman! Side, left or right? Wait, right? Or do you... Are you sure we can go left? I think there's a left door. There's left or right off this t uh, pathway that you're on. You're right positive. Now, she doesn't know. You don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. We gotta go. You live here. here. How do you not know? You in the tunnels. <laughs> All right, let's go right. Uh. <laughs> just as you're deciding that decision, you hear in the tunnels, uh, Carmine just be like, "Where? Where'd he go? It's not time for the hunting game." Where'd he go? Find him! Find oh, the greeter! Geez. And everyone is like, oh, find him! It's like, what's going on? Calm's falling in the water. Rabbits are escaping. Uh, and you hear footsteps coming down the pathway, but you're still quite ahead. Uh, you go right, though, you said. Why do you make me choose these paths left and right and all over these places? Would you like to change your answer? No! Or do you want to stick with this door? Right, right. <laughs> all right. You go right, and you see a light. You Ugh. chose the right path. You oh see the God. exit, and you see it just leads out to some water, um, like the ocean. But you see the light, and there's like a pathway. It's like the cove. You found the exit. Um, and she's like, oh, thank goodness you chose right. Um, okay, well, let's go, let's go. And um, you run with her out of the cave, uh, and it's just the sea. Um, you see to your left, there's just lots of rocks and, and, and more water. But to your right, there's a little walkway along the rocks uh, that leads to a distant harbor. Uh, you can see it in the distance. Um, and there's, like, ships. You see pirate ships and everything uh, and lots of people trading and moving crates. Um, but it's a harbor. What do you do? And it's nighttime, by the way, now, at this point. I say, I say, I go, I don't know. I don't trust the harbor. I just feel that'd be more of them. So, I don't know. I Even though it's, like, less of a straightforward path, I feel like I would choose the rock path, which is the left. <laughs> All right. You go to the left. And you're hopping on these rocks, on these stones, to stay above the water. Uh, dexterity save. Uh, uh, ten. Your toe gets a little wet. <laughs> uh, and, and you're hopping. <laughs> and you keep hopping along. And um, do you do you have and, any and... do you have any uh, I don't know bandages or anything to help me. Soak this wound here. I'm bleeding all over the place. I don't want them to see any any uh, trace of me. Oh, here. And she takes the cloak off. And you can see she's just kind of wearing, like, normal thief clothes. Like, kind of just, like, padded leather armor and, and just loose, like, fluffy clothing. Normal right. medieval fantasy clothing. Um, and she tosses you the cloak. And she's like, wrap your hand in that. Keep the pressure on. Um, I only have one hand that can wrap this. <laughs> can you wrap it for me? She's, she's like, trying to stabilize herself, balancing on two rocks with water in between. Okay, well, like, let's just, let's, I'll cover the wound for now, and then once we find a place to just sit down, uh, we can do that. I'll just Yeah, that's a really wound. good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Okay, um, let's go. And, uh, you guys hop along the rocks a little bit more. Um, 
and you hear the voices of like several dozens of of these limbo people and they're like where'd he go where'd he go and they all come out and they look to the right and they're like and they look to the left and the girl you're with is like hide hide roll a stealth check oh my god um that was a 16 okay you dart against the wall. This is like a flat rock wall. Um, and you're kind of like in the rocks below. Um, but it is like just this flat rock wall. And the, the cove you were in is just like a hole in it. But it is like just a cliff drop at the top. Um, think about like Ireland. You know those places with the peaks. Yeah. And um, you smush your body up against it. And the girl comes next to you. And you take the cloak fluff it out and it's black and it's nighttime and you just drape it over both of you uh and they look left they don't see you and they all they're like oh, i must have gone to the harbor that's the only thing that makes sense in this place <laughs> they obviously follow the path that's laid before them <laughs> morons and they chase after uh the path morons. to the harbor i ain't a moron i whisper that <laughs> uh and she's like, okay, let's go. We got to, um, I, I think the only way's up. Isn't that always the case? Are you going to climb the rock wall? Uh, uh, yes, I, I climbed the rock. Okay. Uh, the two of you are now scaling the side of this rock wall. Uh, and it's pretty easy. It's really jaggedy. Um, and it's, it's, it's about... 80 feet high it's pretty high but it's not ridiculous uh but as you're halfway up it's very difficult for you to climb with every paw after paw your right hand is just killing like you're putting so much weight and you're trying to move it and everything and grab with your hand that's numb with pain um please roll athletics that's a two. Oh no oh. You're lucky you didn't get a one. <laughs> I think I heard a splash back there. Um, no, you rolled a two. Pretty bad. Actually, well... Uh, you had you your uh, strength to that, right? Well, uh, yeah, but I can... Uh, as a Lapine, I'm pretty sure I can change this. This isn't with your legs, really. It's with your arms. I thought just in, with just especially in athletics, I could change the strength stat to a dex stat. Actually, I think you're right. Okay, go in for it. In which case... I'll that... allow it. In which case, that would be a, a six. You still fail. No, I, I, uh, but I mean, that's the principle of the thing. <laughs> you, <laughs> the pain in your hand is too intense, and you can't grab onto it. You feel like you're you're like slowly fading too with the blood loss. Um, Lapines are small; they don't have lots of blood in their body, so a wounded pinky would, yeah. Um, and you feel like you're fading. And you let go. And the girl's like, no, 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 no. And she throws out a rope. And it's a magic rope because it auto ties itself. <gasps> it wraps itself around you magically. And she yanks on it. And you just hear her grab onto the ledge. Roll. And the stones are cracking a little with the oh. extra weight suddenly put on it. 
but she's like standing there, one arm on the ledge, one arm holding the rope that has you kind of like slowly passing out, um, and it's wrapped around you, and she's just kind of holding in between Spider-Man style, um, and she's like, "Come on, come on!" And then she lifts her arm, gets it over her shoulder, and manages it uh, to magically tie it around herself, and then she puts her left arm on, and she's like, "Okay, okay." Ooh, let's go! And she starts climbing with you, kind of just like limp fishing <laughs> at the end of the rope. <laughs> Swinging. And she's climbing with you uh, connected to her through the rope. Can someone stop this DM? Back. He's an adrenaline drunk junkie. Uh, stop him! <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna His murder us on all. a roll! No one can stop me! <laughs> um, not even the dice at this point. <laughs> um, she gets to the top. And she, like, rolls onto the grass. Um, and she's just, like, heavy breathing. And then, like, lifts you up as well. And you're on the grass. It's, like, grass and then rock, like, just drops. Um, but you're on top. Um, and you see just some sporadic um, trees, not very much. There's some bushes. You see the harbor way off. There's not much here, but you see in the distance a road and you see Orem. Uh, this is a harbor just off the east side of Orem. Um, and you're kind of in uh, just that area off north of it, uh, north of that harbor. Look at the map. It makes more sense that way. <laughs> um, am, I, there. am I conscious now? You're still conscious, but you're fading a little okay. bit. I'm heavy breathing, and I look over towards the city. Oh, Darien and Normandy will never find me over here. <laughs> I let them down. <laughs> Darian and Norman, who are they? They're my friends. <laughs> and I need them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. You, you need them. And she's like, don't, don't worry. Zippy, right? I'm going to get you back. We're going to get you back to your friends. Okay, well, can, can you tie my wound first? Yeah, sure. Let me feel it. Feel it out. And she's like, oh, that's gross. Oh, okay. She's like touching your hand. Put pressure. She's touching your, she's touching your left hand and she's like, oh, that's gross. And, and and she's like, oh, right, wrong hand. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. She touches, she takes the cloak off your wrapped right hand and it's it's looking bad. It's just blood. It's not stopping, it seems. Um, and she's like, you got hit by his dagger, right? Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. Um, uh, this is going to hurt a little bit. Just do whatever and she you takes out her dagger. What? What are you doing? <coughs> <laughs> uh, I got to cut the nub off. You have a little nub left. It's like it. he cut your finger off just past the second pinky knuckle. So you have that little nub. And she's like, it won't stop bleeding unless I cut a little bit off. What? Like, that's... Hmm. I don't think that's how that works. No, <laughs> it, it, that, that dagger does that. So okay. Um, what am I gonna do? Uh, Put something here. in my mouth. I don't want to scream and alert them. What do I have on me? Um, do you have that bong still? We can put that in your mouth. What? Um, it's there's broken glass. Do you have anything on you to put in your mouth? I'll just shove the greeter's cloak in my mouth. Okay, the greeter's cloak that's around you, you just kind of, like, ball it up and stuff it in your mouth. Um, oh, like, okay, um, okay, do it! There's a rock over here. There's, a, there's like, a little just 
rock near the edge. Um, and she's like, okay, um, should I do a countdown? Or? One, two, three, and three. Uh, I'm going to take that as a no, and I'm just going to do it. And she stabbed <laughs> into your hand. <laughs> wow. And cuts off the nub of your pinky. There's nothing there now. And she's like, okay, um, uh, here, um. And she takes out, like, her Tinder box. And she lights a match. And she's like, keep the, keep the thing in. This is going to hurt a little bit more. She lights the <laughs> Tinder. And she, she cauterizes your wound. And um, you are just screaming with pain. Luckily, the waves are picking up. And the crash of the waves near the, near the cliffside uh, are hiding your screams. <laughs> um, and you start feeling real woozy. Oh. And you're going to start going to sleep real soon. I think it's about time Zippy Westboro goes to sleep. Not not forever, just just for a little. <laughs> She's like, I get it. Um, Yeah, I, that's a lot. Um, Yeah, go to sleep. Uh, I'll find us some shelter. And she like hoists you up on her back. You still have the rope attached to you. Uh, and you're like piggybacking on her. Um, uh, and she takes the cloak that was like wrapped around your hand. And just puts it over top of you too, so you're kind of more covered by the darkness. She's like, "Okay, let's go. Uh, get some sleep." What's your name, by the way? My name, <laughs> right? Uh, introductions. Uh, well, I'm, and you start falling asleep, and uh, you go into a sleep. And this time, it's kind of more visceral for you, Zippy. Okay. You wake up, not in reality, but in dreamland. Remember where you were last time? Uh, yeah, in the candy cane forest. Nope. You were in Normandy's dream. Well, oh, I, I left, I, I ended up, yeah, there. Yeah, you're in Normandy's dream right now, and you're kind of floating in the air because you were saying that you were flying and you were before, and you see the fishing boat, but Normandy's not in it. Um, and you see the silver water. What do you do? I've had quite a day. I look at my, I look at my hands. Are my hands perfect in dreamland or are they? There's five fingers in your dreamland. Oh, I'm going to miss you, Pinky. At least I still have you in here. (laughs) You're always so good at helping me till the fields. Oh well, life's a journey, and uh, I'm on quite the journey. Um, well, I guess I'll, if, Dar- if Normandy's not here, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in his boat for a little bit. So I fly down and sit in his boat. You do so, and it's all good. Hmm. And then, if you remember correctly, last time when you were here, it ended with the waves kind of like bulging upwards. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Uh, we're going to cut to Darian and Norman. <laughs> <laughs> that was dramatic. <laughs> I'm getting so sarcastic these episodes, man. Was that the end for Zippy for the episode? No. Oh, I was going uh, to have a sign-off, you know, like, see ya, everyone, next week. Keep <laughs> <laughs> all your fingers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Tune in next week right. where we lose two toes. <laughs> no, please. So... We're back at the mansion. You guys just screech in on your horses. Tea Leaf is looking bad, but you guys tie them up 
uh, and just leave them. And all of you just storm into the mansion holding um, a barrel over your shoulders. Um, I'm going to say Darian's holding him over his shoulders. Uh, and you burst into the doors. And there's uh, Joey and James, the two butlers. Uh, they're just cooking some snacks. And you see Paige and Marley just at the dinner table, like, eating some eggs. And they're like, oh, hey. James, I need an unfinished room, something like a cellar. Hmm? Why, we need a room? Well, there's... Oh, my word. Don't ask any questions. Don't ask any questions. Is that the talking rock guy? Oh, man, I hated that. (laughs) Why do you have him? That's right. Look, this is the guy. He's a lowlife and... Yeah, sorry, sorry, Darren, you go ahead. Norman, we don't have time for this. I need a room, preferably mostly stone, nothing to indicate where we are. Um, well, I suppose, and you hear Gilbert coming down the stairs in the lobby, because you guys are in the lobby, comes down the stairs, and he is like, guys, I'm so sorry, it, I couldn't find anything, what is that? Gilbert, we found someone, we need a place. Darren's just saying, we need a place that is indistinguishable from other rooms where we can talk to him. Well, what did you guys do this time? It was good. You would have been proud of us. We did exactly what you signed us out to do. Guys, kidnapping people is not okay. We can explain in more detail later. Just get us this room. Why are we doing this in front of your girls? Ooh, yeah. By the way, right. we don't have Zippy. Uh, what? We'll talk Where after. Why are we uh, doing this in front of your family? Okay, okay. Fine, let's let's go. I get it. Uh, follow me. And he takes you down to the wine cellar. Um... And you see barrels full of just exotic wines. And he's like, okay. Um, well, uh, don't ever go in here without my permission, please. And he slides out one of the stones in the cobblestone wall at the end of the wine cellar in the basement. And it's like a revolving wall. Um, and you go in and you see it's like kind of like a museum. There's all these like glass cases where you show off stuff. And there's all these exotic artifacts. And you see even on the wall, there's Gilbert's old greeter cloak that he used to wear. Um, Or what you assume is his old greeter cloak. It's a different style than the new ones because it has more gold on it. Second edition. Um, Seriously. Um, And you see lots of different artifacts, lots of exotic urns. You see see a a large hula hoop-like blue ring thing. You see a little box... Uh, on top of a mask, um, you see just tons of oddities, even a ship in a bottle, uh, a lamp full of like sprites. It's it's a lot to take in really all of a sudden. And in the center of the room, there's a glass case with all of these like crystal shards kind of placed to look like a man body or just like, you know, how they do police sketches of outlines of bodies on the floor. It's like that, but with crystals. Um, and he's like, okay, follow me. Don't touch anything. And... He leads you to the door that's at the back of this room, and it opens into, like, an office. There's a nice wooden desk, and there's lots of just books on the walls, but it's just, like, an office underground. Um, and he's like, here, put them here. It'll, this is the safest spot. Should I get the girls? Should we all hide down in here? What's happening? No, it's fine. Just for now, we need to ask him some questions. Uh, I would suggest, do we have any other kind of servants or anyone else who can keep an eye out on the perimeter for now? No, just Joey and James. That's the only two butlers here. Get Joey and James to keep an eye out. And we do need someone uh, to go tend the horses, Gilbert. Uh, 
Tea Leaf and Denmark got sustained serious injuries from the enemy alone. Norman, I don't, I don't mean what, to... What are you talking about, enemy? I don't mean what, to step what is in, happening? I don't mean to step in front, but the horses can honestly wait. They can survive the night. For now, James and Joey need to go and watch the perimeter just in case. Of course, you're right. Are we safe here? What, what is happening? We should be safe here for the time being. You've got some high walls, so we'll keep everything blocked off. But we may have crossed paths with Limbo, and oh, you were right. You Your guys. suspicions were right. They were involved in the abduction, and... Now we've got this man to talk to. Did you lead them back here? No, we got rid of them before then. Okay, well, we're going to talk more very soon. And he leaves to go tell Joey and James to leave the perimeter. Can we tie up uh, Beryl while he's out? Like, time to a yep. chair? Okay. He's kind of like hogtied, and he has the thing over his mouth, just a gag. Uh, you can tie him up to a chair, the desk chair. Norman, close the close the door. I use thaumaturgy and close the door. Lock it. You do it. Well, I can't lock it with them. I walk over and I lock it. Uh, I put Barrel in the chair and I tie him to it. And okay. uh, you said you had a he had a potato sack over his face, right? Yes. Um. So I take the potato sack off of his head, so he can okay. see us. And I go, well, first off, and I punch him across the face. And as I do, you see a little bit of uh, a color change in uh darian's knuckles as gold starts to go up his his hand and his arms and he changes seasons back into summer because he's a little pissed off uh not even red anymore full gold he's he's fully unlocked his his gold season red was kind of like more of like an unstable representation of it because he had never turned before but now he's um fully to able to turn into a summer season puberty Hmm. <laughs> Normandy just thinks this the to himself. The miracle of puberty. <laughs> we all gotta get um, there at some point. Punch him in the face. I'm, we'll leave damage out of this. We'll just do full role play for this. You punch him in the face, and he's just like, <clears throat> he's like coughing into his rag. I can tell you something today, Beryl. Um, I'm feeling a little short-tempered, and so I'm going to ask you a few questions, and you're going to answer them. And if you don't, well, looks like you and my hands are going to become well acquainted. Do you have an understanding? He's like shaking his head no. Shaking it no? Yeah. I take the blindfold off his mouth. He's like, (laughs) you you scumbags. I punch him again. (laughs) How dare you let me out of here? I punch him again. (laughs) Now, Beryl, that's quite rude. I think you should be a little more polite. Never. You scumbags. They'll come for me. They'll find me. And they'll put your heads on pikes. I use prestidigitation to cause, like, a small bit of flame to appear in my hand. All right. And I start walking up to him. And I just say, this will go very bad for you if you don't tell us what we need to know right now. Intimidation check. Do I get an assist? Yeah, from me being there I'll give you advantage because he was punching him so much. Okay. (laughs) 16. Get that away from me. 
I stop, stop, put him, put it away. And he starts spitting at your hand. I use thaumaturgy to make the flame kind of go to from like the regular orange to like a red with black uh, sparks that are shooting out of it. He's leaning fully back in his chair. He's like, get away, get away. And I snuff it out with a wisp of smoke. And I say, I'm glad we got your attention. Darian, ask him. And I kind of go back and I lean against the back wall. Well, let's cut to the chase. Where's Colm? (laughs) Colm who? (laughs) Serious. I, I, I turn I turn towards Norman for a sec, and then immediately whip back around and punch him in the face oh. again. <laughs> Boom! And I go and I grab him by the throat. Okay, 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 stop, stop. I ease off. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I let him go for a second. And I walk over to Normandy and pull him to the side. Oh, hi. How's it going? Norman. We. I may end up doing some things that make you uncomfortable. And if I go that direction. You can't stop me. You're going to have to let it happen. I've had to go down this path once before. Sometimes shitbags like him need a little loosening up. It's to save a child, right? A young adult. Then I'll keep watch. Alright. And I turn back towards Barrel. I don't leave the room, but I'm I'm staying there. Just kind of like against the door kind of thing. Uh, I draw a dagger. And I kind of, what are you doing? I kind of twirl it around in my hands. Stop! Stop! Barrel, you know this game, and I can tell you one thing: you're gonna lose. So you can Make either make this games than this. Trust me. Oh, this isn't nothing. And I lean in real close to his face, and I go, "But you've never played my game." Intimidation check. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, fifteen. What, dude? You have a bard, you have a bardic inspiration. Oh, actually, uh, is it too late to use my bardic inspiration? You can do it. Nope. Ah, that's going to be an eighteen. I'm kind of humming. Okay, 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 okay. Stop. Put it, put it down. Put it down. I'll put it down as soon as you start talking. I am talking. Look at me. Talk, talk, talk. I can't stop. <laughs> I'm. N- I don't know where Colm is. Uh, ne- neither do I. No, I, d- I don't. Try that. Seriously. Is he uh, telling the truth? You don't know. I drag the dagger down his face. Not cutting him. I just kind of like I, drag it down his face and go, I have a hard time believing that. It slowly starts cutting into his face. And he's like, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Stop, stop, stop. Put it, put it away. Where is Colm? Lim- Limbo has him. You got that right. He- yep, they have him. Then where can I find him? Probably halfway to Sanguine by now. <laughs> Seriously, though. They took him. 
Why would they take him to Sanguine? They got a deal. Karma... My boss has a deal. Who? What was his name? You tell us his name, goddammit. And I walk up, and I kind of bring that red flame back again. But I don't I don't pass Darien, but I'm behind him, and like with, so he can see... Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us his name. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, Carmine, Carmine. His name is Carmine. All right. I take a step back. But I don't let the flame go. Okay. Who was the deal with? Even I don't know. And that's the truth. That's the truth. Someone was going to pay lots. The big bucks. The big lots of gold for him. How's he getting to Sanguine? Just by boat. You know where Sanguine is, right? Middle of the ocean? Yes, I've been there. If you listen to the prologue, you can see how I was there. Ooh, good plug. <laughs> In that case... What port would they be going out of? Of course. One of the ships at the harbor. Worms Harbor on the east side. Do they have uh, some kind of hideout located there? Seems like a pretty high-profile target to just walk through an Orem Harbor. No. <laughs> They don't. I bring the knife back up to his throat. They do, they do, they do! <laughs> okay, stop! They do, they do, okay, they do. Okay, I, I lower back down. They, they do, but they're probably gone by now. They were leaving this morning. Well, I would still like to find out for myself. Where's the hideout located? In the basement of one of the houses in the harbor. You just have to go in, knock, say the password, and you're in. What's the password? Inspire. Tell us the truth, Barrow. That is the truth. You're full of shit and we all know it. And I use vicious mockery to speak inside his mind, because it's psychic. Okay. Yep. And I'm going to whisper... If you don't tell us the truth, no one will remember you. What save does he have to do? Um, wisdom, 14. Okay. He hears it, and he starts laughing. Uh, just <laughs> and just tears are streaming down his face, but he's laughing. Uh. All right, uh... Beryl, I'm going to ask you one more time. Tell us the truth. Where is the hideout? And how do we get in? Intimidation check with advantage. Ooh, that was really good. 19. Thank you, advantage. It's in a cove! It's... It's... Once you get to the harbor, go north along the shore. You'll find a cave. Keep going down. It's, it's deep in there. But they, they're gone, I'm telling you. How many guards are usually watching out on this hideout? Well, it used to be me, but now I guess I'm here, so none. 
nobody would be watching the entrance to this cove? Okay, a lot. There's a lot of them. There's at least a hundred of us. You might want to start being more honest, Beryl. The first time I ask, I told you I'm feeling rather short-tempered. Yes, 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 yes. I, I remember, I remember. Stop. Okay. Yes. There's about a hundred of us. We're... A hundred total? A hundred currently in the cove? That still seems rather vague. A hundred total. We're not a large gang. But we're efficient. And they'll come after you. They'll find you. You're going to describe the ship that we need to find. Fine. It's (laughs) boat-shaped. I start to, like, sizzle the hem of his sleeve. make it. Okay, it's ship-shaped. I get the difference between boats and ships. Okay. How many sails does it have? And what color? It will be indistinguishable from the rest. You gotta look for the black eye on the bow. Is that the right side or the left side? <laughs> I'm, I whisper. I whisper to Darian. Is that the left side or the right side? It doesn't matter. We're looking for an eye. But they're gone. The only way they wouldn't have left today is if some greeter involved or tried to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only one way to really find out. So what we're going to do here is we're going to spend another hour or so together, you and I, and you're going to give me every little detail about this base that you can. And every time you don't, I'm going to cut his forearm. We're going to... I told you everything. I told you everything. Oh, there's lots you can tell me. For example, where's the entrance? How to open the entrance? How many corridors are there within this? Where potentially he's hidden? There's so many details of this base that I'm sure that you remember during your time there. And you're going to give me every detail. I want to know about every nook and cranny of this base. I want to know where everyone in that base shits by the end of our conversation. I'm going to know everything. And every time you don't tell me, I cut his forearm again. Okay. We're gonna work our way up this arm. All the way up. And once we run out of space, who knows what'll happen. Okay, okay. I sit down at the the desk and get a sheet of paper and a quill. And I say, I'm ready to write down everything. And the door closes. And an hour passes. (laughs) You two emerge from the room and... Barrel's unconscious at this point in the chair, and you see like 30 cuts on each arm. <laughs> Flip, and dude! You're brutal! They're not, they're, he's still alive, but he's hanging on. And you two walk out, and what you know now is that there's a cove, they're a gang limbo, they're selling um, calm at Sanguine. They were supposed to leave today, um, so they should already be gone. You know that the gang didn't used to be as big. Uh, it used to be just Carmine and his brothers, but then something happened, and now it's not. Um, Beryl joined the gang about two years ago and worked his way up the ranks. Um, you found out that the actual point of the raid was indeed to kidnap Comb. He was in charge of leading that. Um, you also find out that Elon, the 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 tiefling from the first episode, 
uh, was killed shortly after that by some other members of Limbo. Um, Shoot. And um, hmm. yeah, that's about all you get. Do we get like any kind of layout of the layer? Like, does he describe? He tells you like how to get around. Yeah, yeah. He described it so you kind of have a mental image and you could get your way around. I kind of, I kind of like, draw like a rough blueprint of it as best as I can put together. You have that. After we um, step out of the room, I you know sheath my bloody dagger, and uh, I use prestidigitation to clean it. <laughs> It'll it'll uh, stick next time. I I I'm pro- I promise you, Norman. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I don't enjoy participating in things like that, but sometimes we need to do what's necessary. We're on a tight timeline here, and there's a lot of things of risk. And now that they've showed up a little closer to home, or at least temporary home. We have to move quickly. So I'm sorry I had to put you through that. Darian, I believe that my father is the Lord of the Deep. I'm not unfamiliar with the grim and brutal. I understand that you did what you had to do. Yeah, but you're, um, you're a better man than I am. By this plane's standards. And I don't necessarily enjoy dragging you through that. You know, it never bothered me before. But for some reason, this time it did. And I'm sorry. Um, and then I, I proceed to walk back to meet up with um, Gilbert. Okay. You walk up the stairs, and you see Gilbert sitting at the table, and he's like, you know, I was going to come down right after telling Joey and James, but I did not want to get in that conversation you were having. Uh, no, it's probably for the best. Have they, uh, have they seen anything? No, not yet. But all I'll right. keep them watching all night. I put the piece of paper with all the everything that he's basically told us and the blueprint of the layer on the table and I spin it around so he can see it and I say I don't blame you for not wanting to be in there but our um, but our efforts were fruitful and I slide it forward this is what we found out he takes a look and he's like dang oh jeez yeah but Cal- it says Calm's already gone to Sanguine what do you th- he's probably already out of here he might be but well, we won't know until we go and if he is, maybe we can catch up. If anything, he's going to Sanguine. We can head off to Sanguine if there's time. I have a hope that because of what Blackjack and Yoga did, and I are they in the room? Uh, they are. Uh, they they were kind of taking care of the horses after, um, and uh, they didn't want to be involved in the murder conversation after. They kind of came downstairs with Gilbert and were like, "Oh no." But yeah. Oh yeah. So I actually think we have a chance. Um, uh, I actually think we have a hope, thanks to what Blackjack and Yogurt did. And I look at them and I nod. And I look back at Gilbert. They made a bit of a commotion. It might have interrupted their schedule. I think they might have been delayed. We might have a chance. But if not, Darian's right. We we can move in a smaller, faster ship, and we can catch them. 
We better hope you're right. Either way, we need to follow this lead to the end, because it's all we've got. And based on what the based on the information we have, we're short on time. And we still don't know where Zippy is. Unfortunately. Where is he? I don't know. We were separated in the castle and we haven't seen him since. And he hasn't. And you left him there? How did he get separated? The good news is we know that he's totally safe because he was in the presence of the queen last we checked because he, you know, thanks to his shenanigans, he uh, he went to go be with the queen and no one's going to touch her. We already kind of came to that conclusion. So at least we got that going for us. You guys, you show up to Orman, you show up to Orum for like one day and you already have made deals with gods and meeting queens. What are you people? Jeez. Yeah, it's quite poetic. But I agree, probably Zippy's okay. He's he gets out of every scrape somehow. But. So this is probably what we'll have to do. Uh before dawn, Norman and I are gonna get some rest, but before dawn, we're gonna make haste for the harbor. And we're gonna go do some investigating and find out if that ship is left or not with Colm on it. Uh tomorrow morning, I would like you to Send Blackjack and Yogurt while you're here, and I can tell you now. We'd like you two to go back into the city and see if you can find Zippy. We want to make sure he's okay, but unfortunately with our timeline, we won't be able to go back in and look for him. We'll have to head out by ourselves. You got it, Darian. <sighs> yeah, you got it. We're nocturnal, kind of. Let's go. We can leave now. Yeah, le- let's go. Let's take long-faced cloppy hoofs. We'll get on our way. And they leave the table, because they're so worried about Zippy. Uh, and they get on Longface and start riding off. Is it possible to send James to go look for that boat? I- oh, no, no, I heard that. No, 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 no. And you hear him outside, kind of, the windows cracked open a bit. He's like, no, 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 I don't do anything other than butlery. Norman, I think this is going to get really dangerous. And I think this right. is about to fall to you and I. I just... So. I hate to admit it, but I'm I'm so exhausted. I I just don't have any magic left in me. I really do need a rest, preferably a long rest, before I can be of use to anyone. I tapped on mine as well, so I hear you, Gilbert. Uh, you had mentioned before that you were looking at rationing some funds, uh, and now <laughs> I haven't needed to use any of them for for my blade. Uh, I actually suggest that you use some of that in. Hire some mercenaries for the next few days. Get a small guard to keep an eye on your estate just while we're gone. I don't want anything happening to you and your family. I think Joey might have some connections. I'll get on that immediately. Thank you for the money back. No, it's, it's no problem. Actually, can I have 700 of that if you don't end up spending it? <laughs> sure, but mercenaries aren't cheap. But, uh, yeah, if if that timeline happens sure focus on your family first though we'll get you that gold eventually norman don't worry sorry probably the wrong time guys sorry you two get some rest it's gonna be a big day tomorrow i bet yeah it is and you guys go upstairs to your bedrooms and flop on your beds and go to sleep and uh, so I think I think the minimum for a long rest is six hours. Um, Yo, hold up! Oh, you forgot about Dreamland? Hell no! <gasps> uh, of course. Yeah, if you guys want to do a long rest of six hours, that's fine. Um, so you guys go up the stairs and into your beds. 
Ooh, Downey. Darian, you're just dreaming all boring dreams, Feywild dreams. <laughs> but Normandy, you pop into the boat in the middle of a silver sea. Oh. And across from you in the boat, you see Zippy. Zippy. What? What? what, are you doing <coughs> what? Here? Oh, Normandy. <laughs> oh, great. Put it's that you. away. Put that away. What are you doing? This is this is my boat. Put what away? What, what do you mean? Sorry, it's trigger the light. I I thought I saw uh, I saw your ears, but I sorry. What what are you doing here? Oh, I'm just chilling in your little boat here. You weren't here, so I thought I could use some company. I It's it's you know, I know that you're just a dream, but it's actually so good to see you. We we're actually quite worried about you back at the mansion. We don't know where you are. Oh, really? I miss you guys too. I'm on this I'm barely alive on this cliffside. I don't even know where I am. It's around what? this little, little cove, basically. Yeah, this girl's taking care of me. I lost one of my fingers, as you can see. Oh, never mind. Look, I have five fingers right here. Wait, <laughs> Z- Zippy, is is this more than a dream? Um, we're dreaming. I, uh, I guess that makes sense. I remember I was on a cliffside. But yeah, that makes sense. I was just flying a bit ago. Not sure. Who knows if I'll even remember this when I wake up. Wait, Zippy, hold, hold on, Ho- hold on. If where are you? You you said that you're with a woman and that you we tell us where you are. We'll come find you. I was with I I don't know, but Colm was here. Um, I was in what? some type of cove area. Yeah, it was all crazy. Like I don't even know. I'm getting even more sleepy. Is that kind of weird, being in a dream and being sleepy? I don't know. No, Maybe no, just Zippy, lay down stay in with your little, Z- little canoe Zippy, right here. No, no, I go up to no. him and I, gra- I grab him and I shake him a little bit. So much blood loss, you see. I don't know if I can hold on. You guys need to come and save me. <laughs> Zippy, Zippy, no, you need to tell us. We, well, you let guys me tell would never you. leave We're coming me, for right? you. You guys would never leave me. We're coming for you. We know exactly where to come find you. Have you left the docks yet? Have you left for Sanguine? I can see Orum from uh, from where I am. It's Zippy. quite beautiful what? in the night. As Zippy's talking about seeing Orum and, and the lights and everything, the sea is starting to change. And the black, like, it looks like just a black void in the distance. There's nothing past it. But now you see shapes of what he's describing <gasps> over there. What? Oh, my gosh. Z- Zippy, is, are you are you the one doing this? I don't know. I, I've i been having dreams like this so often. I kind of let him down, just to kind of lay him down. And I say, Zippy, you look unwell. You, We're going to come find you. Is this what you see? And I point out to the horizon. It looks like Orem to me. Is this what you see? I'll, I'll use this. We'll come find you. It looks pretty familiar. Oh, I'm quite injured, uh, Normandy. I think I lost one of my fingers. You know, the one... The ones I like. When he says that looks so familiar, you actually see like kind of like a picture in the distance of what his last kind of sight was of Orum and like he's on the cliff side. You can see he's on the back of some girl. You kind of see that still image nice. and then it fades away. Okay. I I like do my best to remember it. I like really look at it. Yeah. Uh and it fades away. And I, I kind of, I take off my cloak, 
And I put it over Zippy as he's falling asleep. And I say, rest well. We're going to find you. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a bit weird sleeping in a dream, but this feels so right. I'm, I'm so relaxed right now. I could just pass away, you know? Well, hey, don't, don't say that. Don't, you, you, can, you can sleep, but don't pass. I kind of start rocking back and forth to give a little rocking sensation to the boat. Well, this is so nice. Why why do you dream about boats in the sea, Darian? I mean, Normandy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Freudian slip, Zippy. I've not heard at all. <laughs> um, do, you, do you know what? I'll, I'll tell you when I see you in person. Get some rest. As you're rocking? It starts to rock more, and and Zippy's just kind of like loving it. And then it gets to a point where you notice the sea around you is kind of shaking, and it's rocking the boat. And you see this the big bulge just kind of like push the water up and down, and it's happening all around you. And you see just the water is being pushed along the surface, uh, and you think there's something in the water. It's like massive and it's pushing its way it's like encircling you zippy you kind of get an extra rush of adrenaline and you're kind of like awake in the dream now (laughs) and you see there's just it's slowly like this it seems like there must be some sort of giant serpent under the water Uh, but you can't see it or anything it just that's how it's moving the water Uh, control your dream i i i can't i i don't know how and then you hear a voice. Normandy, my son, finally, we meet at last.